Hello, and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. I'm Bob Martin, the President and CEO of Imagine America, and very pleased to host today's show. Imagine America Foundation was first created in 1982 for the purpose of helping American students understand the immense opportunities available to them in pursuing a career in the trades. For the past 20 years, I have directed the activities of Imagine America and had the opportunity to provide financial aid and assistance to more than 180,000 enrolling high school and adult students. Right now, America faces a massive skill worker shortage. Frankly, this is a recurring problem that I have seen throughout my more than 35 years in the workforce development field. Good paying jobs and careers are awaiting American students right now in the very important career areas of healthcare, information technology, mechanical, business, and arts. Imagine America Radio wants to help our listeners understand these opportunities and how they can begin preparing for careers in these fields. Joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio is Jim Beluga. Jim Beluga is the president and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute, as well as YTI Career Institute. And on today's episode of Imagine America Radio, we're going to be talking about the COVID-19 pandemic and what his schools are doing to address this issue. We hope you enjoy this episode. Joining us today on Imagine America Radio is Jim Beloga, President and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute and YTI Career Institute. Porter and Chester has nine campuses all up and down Connecticut and Massachusetts, while YTI Career Institute has campuses located in Altoona, Lancaster, and York, Pennsylvania. These campuses have been educating tomorrow's workforce since 1946 and are accredited by the Association of Career Schools and Colleges. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and what Porter and Chester and YTI Career Institute are doing about this pandemic. Hey, Jim, this is this is Bob Martin. Uh, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. You're probably up to your ears, busy on stuff, but we think it's important to start getting good information out there about what our schools have done related to the coronavirus. So first, let's talk about the elephant in the room. What's Porter and Chester done, elephant in the room being the coronavirus? What has uh, what have been your proactive uh, activities as you reacted to the coronavirus? Well, Bob, thanks for having me. And uh, uh, yeah, we've been pretty busy the last couple of weeks um, with uh, with the coronavirus and, and making sure that uh, we're able to uh, uh, create a safe environment for for all of our faculty, um, staff, and and, our, and most importantly, our students. Um, and so, what we've been doing is uh, we've been monitoring the situation now for oh, I'd say probably the uh, three or four weeks um, now. And um, uh, last week um, on Tuesday, uh, we took um, all of our programs uh, from a uh, residential or an on-ground uh, delivery model to an online uh, delivery model using our learning management system. So all of our students um, and our faculty who were once reporting to our campuses are now um, conducting um, and continuing their education um, online. And uh, we are making plans uh, for uh, our students who um, need to get um, lab experience and clinical experience. We're, we're obviously working with clinical sites. Uh, many of them have been shut down, so we're uh, approaching 
the regulatory bodies uh, that oversee those um, those clinical sites as to whether or not, um, and, and our educational programs, whether or not there's opportunity uh, for us to use some other delivery method or modality of education, um, in some cases maybe simulation uh, and or case study um, uh, sort of techniques that will allow us to achieve um, you know, uh, a, a similar um, educational experience. Um, and again, we are uh, in discussions with um, the regulatory bodies and, and our legal counsel regarding many of the governor's orders um, as to how we might be able to continue um, uh, many of our students who, who are looking to come into our schools to uh, 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 conduct their um, on-ground uh, lab environment activities. And um, and, and again, we're, we're working through that right now, and uh, we're hopeful that, um, you know, in, in relatively short order, we'll be able to uh, bring in small groups of uh, students uh, into our campuses, and, uh, and uh, hopefully they can complete their um, uh, their lab, their lab environment uh, activities, and that'll allow them to complete their education for the winter term. And for those uh, students who are seniors, you know, that'll afford them the opportunity to graduate uh, here coming in uh, April for us. So, Jim, what yeah. I'm hearing, um, Jim, what I'm hearing is you're open for business. You've made, you've number two, you've made the appropriate accommodations so that the student can continue learning off-site and continue through his his or her sequence of courses and, and practicum kind of things. You brought up something I want to go back to, and then Lee's going to jump in here too. How are you, what's your reaction to all these governor's orders and, and mandates talking about essential services? Because as we've talked about before, it seems to be that Porter and Chester is, is providing uh, meaningful uh, career training and education in many of those areas, whether it's, you know, uh, well, I'll let you react to it. What, what, how are you reacting to those? Yeah, no, it's a great question, Bob. Um, you know, and I think for anybody listening to this podcast, I mean, I would encourage them to, you know, check out our our, uh, our websites at porterchester.edu and or yti.edu. Um, and uh, if you look at many of the governor's orders, and you know we operate, as Lee mentioned, in three states: Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. Uh, the governors um, are defining essential and non-essential uh, jobs or, or, or positions, if you will. And uh, when you when you go down through uh, the list of essential uh, positions that are required to report to work, um, you're going to see things like plumbers, electricians, HVAC techs, um, auto mechanics, nurses. Um, anybody in and around healthcare, uh, anybody in and around information technology. So you know, there's there's um, you know there's a tremendous opportunity uh, for for you know prospective students looking for you know a viable career path uh, to uh, to find their way in one of those quote essential jobs as as being defined by you know our state governments. Well, yeah, but but even 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 more importantly. Jim, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted Lee. You're, you're filling the pipeline up of people that could be coming out very, very soon that could start providing those services. Am I right? No, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why, and that's why we're we're trying to do everything possible to um, 
continue our um, existing students or continuing students, helping them continue along their educational path uh, towards completion. And, and that's why we're also uh, continuing to um, uh, keep our campuses open uh, to the extent that we can um, with regards to our admissions and um, our, our financial aid and our, our career services teams uh, so that we can continue to facilitate that. And um, we are prepared uh, to move all of our operations, um, whether they be admissions or educational funding, um, aka financial aid and career services, um, you know, online, um, you know, in case in case we need to do that uh, to to meet the the governor's orders to uh, to, to move, uh, you know, uh, effectively uh, to a uh, sequester period here. But uh, but yeah, we're we're open for business. Uh, we're we're continuing to uh, uh, move uh, down the educational path. So if you know folks uh, have interest, uh, you know, again, I would uh, reference them back to our website, porterchester.edu or yti.edu, uh, for more information. Okay, and I know that uh, you had sort of touched on this earlier, but are you still open for tours? So if I'm a student who is interested in going to your school. Is it possible to still come tour the campus, or how would I? Yeah, yeah that's a great question, Lee. Um, uh, we are, um, you know, we are uh, sort of uh, walking, uh, listening to what what the governor in each of the states are asking us to do. Uh, so one of the things that we have implemented um, as a stopgap is we are now conducting uh, quote a virtual tour. Um, and uh, we're also conducting a effectively a virtual interview as well. Um, and so, folks who uh, are interested in, in or in their homes uh, can basically make an appointment, and uh, you know, someone will reach out to them, and we'll we'll do this all online, and they'll get a. Um, They'll be able to walk through, um, you know, basically our, our campus and get a, um, uh, you know, a view of, of what a day in a life um, uh, of a student is in, in, our, in our campus in terms of uh, each of the programs that we offer. And, um, you know, and again, I, I think that uh, for us, you know, we're trying to meet the students where they're at right now. And, and many of them are, you know, uh, you know, in their homes with their families. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's very interesting. We will definitely make sure to include a link to uh, where students can go to sign up for a virtual tour in the description uh, off of this podcast. But so if I'm a student and let's say I do the virtual tour, I'm interested in enrolling uh, in a future class, uh, but are you still enrolling for future classes and when does the next class start? Yeah, yeah, another great question, Lee. Yeah, we are we are still enrolling students. Um, we we enrolled students actually yesterday. We've been enrolling them throughout the term. Um, our spring start um, uh, for new students is uh, April, Monday, April twentieth, in uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts at the Porter and Chester Institute. Um, and uh, for YTI Career Institute, we are starting on Wednesday, April twenty second, um, in Pencil in our Pennsylvania schools. And um, and again, what we're what we've done is uh, we've moved many of the um, uh, admissions requirements um, uh, online, so that uh, if someone's not feeling you know comfortable about you know, possibly coming to a school location, a campus location, we can do it all online. And um, we've been we've been working with all of our uh, partners and, and vendors to uh, take um, basically all of our operations online. And so, you know, now what we're going to do is we generally administer uh, the Wonderlic uh, assessment um, really to 
gauge uh, fit for for us and a prospective student. And uh, we've worked with Wonderlic, um, and uh, they they've we've recently um, were able to now conduct that assessment online. And uh, we are uh, in the final process of being able to have students complete an application online and uh, and then from there they can uh, we're, we're very close to having them actually sign their uh, enrollment agreement online and, and pay their pay their application fee online so we really uh, have done a lot in terms of moving um, our physical operation uh, to an online uh, operation and uh, we're you know we're excited to uh, Again, we're excited to meet the students and their families and, and their other uh, support members um, where they're at right now. And that's many of them are, you know, again, at home, uh, um, you know, uh, some of them, you know, in these uncertain times, you know, may, may, you know, may be facing career uncertainty, you know, if they've been recently uh, laid off. But, uh, you know, again, we're, we're trying to be as responsive as we can, um, you know, to our uh, prospective student population as well as our continuing student population. You know, uh, Jim, this is Bob again. Um, uh, just since uh, we've been doing this this podcast, uh, the president has announced that um, he wants to start getting people back to work. He wants things to start opening up on Easter. He wants to round, on or around Easter. So I think your your start times are kind of sync pretty well with with, with, that, uh, with the that's that's going to be the national government's goal, as I understand it which is to start rolling out, opening back up uh, around Easter time. How do you react to that? That fit, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, again, we've, you know, we've gone through our campuses, we've had them all uh, deep cleaned uh, with our, with our cleaning, uh, cleaning services. Um, and so, you know, we feel, we feel good that, uh, you know, that that process has been done and uh, we cleaned them um, after we sent all the students home uh, last Monday. And um, you know we feel good. We feel good about that. You know I think the the other thing that we've been thinking about um, is um, you know really um, making sure that we can uh, embrace you know some of these uh, new this new way of life, if you will. So I think you know for us right now, you know we are we have shared you know many many pieces of information on on proper hand washing, um, you know uh, also not touching your face, not not sneezing into your arm uh, or into your sleeve, um, you know, just just really good infection control, uh, you know, practices. And, uh, you know, again, in terms of social distancing, we're, we're thinking about, you know, different ways that we can uh, continue to deliver our education. And I think that, um, you know, one of the things that we've been thinking about is we might we might just continue with our our classroom lecture uh, portion um, online, if at all possible, and then that would just uh, you know limit the amount of time that students might be together uh, in their lab uh, lab environment, and it might be a little bit easier for us to uh, continue to meet some of the uh, social gathering requirements, and uh, you know, and, and allow the the students' education to continue. But uh, yeah, no, I think that uh, that time period uh, is a uh, is, is perfect for us, and you know, again, we're ready. Uh, willing and able to to face these challenges that are that uh, have sort of been thrown our way via the coronavirus, and uh, you know so far you know so far so good. Um, you know again, it's been a lot of change in a very quick uh, a quick amount of time. Yeah, you know I, I'm always struck I, I, like you, Jim. I've been I've been around this business for more than 25 years. I'm always amazed at how you guys adapt. 
You you are the, you're the consummate entrepreneurs. You adapt, but I think this time there's going to be some more permanent changes. I, I'm hearing, in other words, I think subsequent podcasts we should be looking at at this whole virtual interview, this whole virtual application. Not from the not from the intricacy side of it, but just getting people more comfortable with that. Getting people Correct. more comfortable how it's going to proceed, and then more importantly, how are we how are you doing toward getting people back in the school because. You can only do so much. You can do a lot online, but you can only do so much online, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, most of our programs um, are structured in a way that it's about 50% uh, lecture, if you will, or classroom time and, and 50% hands-on. So, you know, many of the students who attend our schools are, are coming really to refine their what I'll call their practical, tangible skills. And, you know, generally you can't do that um, uh very well in a, in a virtual world. I mean, you can do a little bit of simulation, but you know, I think nothing nothing really truly beats the uh, you know the 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 physical hands-on experience of you know cutting somebody's hair or you know running you know running a respirator or um, you know changing a compressor on a on a on a heating uh, heating unit or you know bending conduit or injecting you know somebody you know with uh, possibly some medication or drawing blood i mean those are things that um you really need to use all five senses um and uh to to truly appreciate and and, and internalize uh you know the the theory that you're learning into you know practically applying that theory and, and and mastering you know the the application in terms of technique. So yeah, I think um, you know for us um, you know again we we are looking at uh, you know other ways of delivering all this so that we can um, I think again um, help the country uh, mitigate you know any any sort of continuance of of. Uh, this coronavirus, uh, you know, into, you know, whether it's into the summer or into the fall, um, again, we're, we're, we're thinking, thinking down the road as to how we can yeah. um, best serve our students. Hey, every time I talk to you, Jim, I always have, I always get six or seven more ideas. I, I just want, uh, we, before we close it, before Lee closes our session, I just want to thank you because you've been out on the forefront and you've been more than willing to, when we get a new idea to help us with that new idea. And we really, appreciate Porter and Chester and YTI and how they supported us over the years. And, and we forgot all about the whole scholarship thing, which is you're one of our premier scholarship providers. And I want to thank you for that, um, which is providing assistance to students every single day. So um, Lee, I, we're ready to close, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim, thanks again for joining us on yet another podcast of the Imagine America Radio. Uh, we want to wish you well. We hope you stay healthy and enjoyed our conversation today on what Porter and Chester and YTI Career Institute are doing about the COVID-19 pandemic. So with that, thank you very much. Thank you guys for the opportunity. I always uh, enjoy speaking with you. Thank you. Thanks. Stay safe. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.